If you feel really confident in keyword research and content creation, backlinks can be like that next step. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 21, and today we're chatting about backlinks. We have talked about backlinks a little bit on some of our SEO episodes before, but we've never talked about them in depth. So we're just going to take one little step back, and we're going to start by asking the question, what is a backlink? Because if you clicked on this episode, maybe you have a little bit of an idea or you have absolutely no idea and either is okay. So a backlink is a link of your website living on someone else's website. And the reason why Google loves them so much is because it deems you as an authority figure or an expert on your topic or in your industry. So with this, Think about your own website. If you have a link to someone else's website living on any of your core pages, living on a blog post, living anywhere on your page, you likely trust that person. You know they're not going to break their website. Their website is likely not going to get hacked, turn into spammy content, or be a PR nightmare for you. You trust them to be an expert in their industry, and that's why you've linked it. So Google understands that. They understand that most trustworthy websites and trustworthy people have a lot of backlinks. So this is a huge goal when it comes to SEO. If you feel really confident in keyword research and content creation, backlinks can be like that next step, that next step to really boost your authority and really get your SEO skyrocketing for your business. And then one thing to know, just getting backlinks is not enough. So just like Instagram, there are people out there who will jump into your inbox and tell you that they can manage your SEO monthly and what they're going to do for you is get you all these backlinks or there's other people come in and say like, hey, spend this money and I'll put you on 200 websites and you'll get 200 backlinks for your business. But those links don't do anything for you. They're likely spammy content and drive zero traffic to your website. Just like, for example, this is a very visual and easy thing to understand from when it, when it comes to Instagram. If you look at someone's Instagram and they have 25,000 followers and every time they post, you see no comments and no likes, which I know that stuff is kind of harder to see nowadays, but either way, you can just see very little engagement and little interaction considering how big of a following they had. Chances are they purchased those followers <laughs> and it's likely not creating any traffic for them or any business for them. Same goes with backlinks when it comes to SEO. If you pay for these, you're likely not getting any traffic from those links and Google is going to understand that it's spammy too. 
So because of that, you will probably get penalized rather than seeing an actual benefit from your SEO perspective. So I also have a question here because I'm not sure I know the answer to this, but let's say somebody did that because they wanted all these backlinks, even though we say that's a no-no. Do they have any idea where these backlinks are like being like, let's say it's 200 links. Do they have any idea what sites these are going to? So you can look this up with the tool. So we use Ubersuggest. So you can type in your website into Ubersuggest and Ubersuggest will tell you all of the backlinks that you have. And then you can go and look at like, okay, what is happening? Naturally, you're going to probably have a few spammy backlinks. Like it's just naturally happens, especially the more often you blog just bots are going to jump on it. They're going to use that stuff as an opportunity to gain traffic. Like it's just going to happen just like you're going to see the promote and (laughs) promote and like on X. And what's the other one that I love? The Bitcoin. Bitcoin Bitcoin comments. It happens in the SEO world too. So it's going to happen likely in your case. And having a few backlinks that are spammy is fine. If you have tons of them, you can clean that up. And I cannot think of the website for the life of me, but I will go ahead and link it in the show notes so that you know. But you can definitely clean up your backlinks. And um, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm going to think about it before this episode is over. Um, but Google has this actual tool where you can go in, clean up your spammy backlinks, get rid of them. And you're not going to see, you likely, because they drove no traffic anyways, you're not going to see a hit on that. It's actually going to be a good thing to clean up your content. So awesome. Yeah. So to, on this episode today, because if you clicked on this, you likely want to know how you can get some backlinks. So we're going to go through three easy ideas that you can actually do today to get new backlinks for your business. And that first idea is guest podcasts. So um, people all, people often forget about the value of show notes. Um, and I would say that we are a pretty good example of stellar show notes, not trying to like toot our own horn here. But I, I fully, I do too much. I definitely like I feel cannot, like you have told me that in the past. Yeah, I write them as full on blog posts. So like if you don't, which some, pe- some people just like to learn differently. Some people like to read. Some people yeah. like to listen. So if but I would like, say you bullet them out. So you bullet them out yeah, nicely. So they're yeah. like, it's you can take it in the like bite-sized chunks. It's really nice. But I think the people uh, people forget that show notes can act kind of as a mini blog, and that's exactly how Abby does our show notes. Is that you bounce to our page, um, you can listen to it right there, or you can listen to it on whatever platform you listen to your podcast on. But if you went to the show notes, there, it would just be like all typed out there for you on like the idea of what we talked about in the podcast and just any links that would happen to link out to any resources that we provide in that podcast. So this is a great opportunity to just reach out to people that you think you would be perfect as a guest on their podcast. Um, Do your research, obviously make sure that you're on podcasts that make sense, that are relevant to your audience and relevant to their audience, and just send them an email and ask them if you can be on their podcast, give them a little script why you make sense for their podcast. And, um, And there you have it. You create those show notes and that is a really easy backlink to incorporate into your strategy. Yeah. And you can easily, we find a lot of these opportunities too on Facebook. So Gabrielle, who we just had on a few episodes back, who was talking about sales strategies for selling more authentically, we met her on Facebook. So I think um, someone posted something and they were just like, hey, I want to like connect with more people. I want to have more guests on my podcast. Like leave me a note if you are interested. And we always respond to that stuff because even though we have our own podcast, it's just a really good idea to connect with other people, share audiences on both sides because 
from a guest perspective, if we have guests on our podcast, they're going to share our podcast out with their world. And if we are guests on someone else's, we're going to be sharing their podcast out with everyone else's world. So either way, you're benefiting from it on both sides of the fence. Like it's just a good opportunity. Absolutely. So the second idea is list post. This is our sneakiest way, and I feel like most people are shocked about this way that I to secure backlinks. I love a good list post, <laughs> not gonna lie. Everyone does. So think about if you're looking for a solution for something, you likely want a dozen. You want like a dozen ideas. You don't want too many because then you're overwhelmed, but you want a handful of ideas because you know you're going to resonate with at least a couple. So same goes for people looking for your services and offerings. Say I'm looking for the best marketing podcasts out there, or I'm looking for the best party planners in Minneapolis, or I'm looking for the best copywriters for female entrepreneurs. And I want to see a list of all of these people that do this service or this offering. The best courses for SEO. Like there's this kind of stuff out there everywhere. So take your industry, your offering, your product or your product category and just search. See who pops up on the first page of Google. And then what you do, it's not crazy. It's not crazy rocket science or anything like that. You just email them, you find a contact, you reach out to them and you say, hey, I really love um, this article that I found and I know that like I would add value to this, to your audience because I cover X, Y, and Z and that's why my business should be here as well to better serve your audience. Like always write this email in the perspective of their audience. They don't care about you, no offense, but they don't. They don't care about you. They just care about how they can better serve their audience. And if you can help them do that in a new and different way, they're going to resonate with that and likely have that opportunity to update their post. And then the next thing that you do is you make it super easy for them and you write a paragraph. You write a paragraph of what your business is, like you do the work for them and you say, here, you can take this below, you can copy and paste it into your website, it's ready to go and I'd love to hear if you're interested um, in chatting about more basically and just kind of leave it at that. And then you can also from another standpoint to kind of further sell it you can offer to share it on your social media channel, share it with your email list to help drive traffic to their website. So we just did this um, just, I don't know, a few weeks ago. I went on Pinterest. Pinterest is actually one of the best places, at least for our industry, just being a creative industry and almost everyone that our audience is as well is within a creative industry you find a lot of these lists on Pinterest. So I went to Pinterest and I looked up best marketing podcast for entrepreneurs and I found a ton of list posts and a ton of other online service providers and people who we likely share audiences with that some of sometimes it's direct competition but other times it's not like it's just good people to kind of have in your wheelhouse. Yep. And plus we're kind of in like a there's plenty for everyone abundance mindset, yes, right? Yes. <laughs> Um, so I think I reached out to 10 people. I got some like polite no's from a couple, but I did the same thing where I was like, Hey, love your article, found it on Pinterest. This is amazing. I would love if you could add this. We bring on, we talk about SEO and we notice that like nothing in here talks about SEO or we focus on X, Y, and Z, or we notice that you just had this person on your podcast um, and it was actually someone we worked with. So we were like, we worked with them before. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. And made a connection with them that way. So couple no responses or handful of no responses, mostly no responses. Two people politely declined 
and two winners. We so we got two people who were like, yeah, I'll update your content. And um, those same one of those same people were gonna do a guest podcast trade, which is awesome. And um, another person we're gonna probably do a guest blog post as well. So it's just kind of like a fun. It's a fun way to make new connections in the space, but also secure backlinks. And we did it in a very, a very non-spammy, non-salesy way. Like right, we right. came to it from the way of making a connection with that person. Yeah. Remembering to be authentic in all of this too, and not just like making one script and copying and pasting it all mm-hmm. the time, because it's very clear when you land in somebody's inbox, when it's something that's not personalized, not authentic, and it's you can tell it's a copy paste. So really just making sure that yeah. you're being authentic. And the other thing that I really love about backlinks and just trying to get more backlinks and these, these ideas that we're giving you is that it is literally you just trying to make that connection via email or Instagram, whatever, you know, platform you use for messaging, but is that it's it doesn't hurt you at all like the worst that's going to happen is they're going to say no it's not a fit or they're not going to reply and you're like okay i tried so Mm -hmm. it's just one of those things where it's like it is not harmful whatsoever so why not do it yeah you might just harm your ego but whatever right but like (laughs) you'll be fine you'll be fine because you're probably going to get at least one hit so that and that's Mm going to make you happy enough if you got one hit out of five then i say that's success yeah if you found those list posts and those list articles without having to dig very far chances are your audience is finding them too so for you to live there even just on one of the 10 that you found is still going to be really beneficial i always go to these list uh blogs or whatever for anytime i'm looking for gifts for people Mm. i feel like Mm -hmm. i like i love i'm such a gift giver but i like my mom i never know what to get her for mother's day so i'm constantly like top 10 mother's day products Mm -hmm. or like gifts or whatever so think about those like seasonality times too because that's super yeah super important 100 at the especially for product-based businesses too like those gifts for every single season there is a list there's a list out there for everything yeah yeah (laughs) jump on it um and the third idea is directories so these are a very easy way because it like re- likely requires um, a profile completion and then maybe some money. So um, this is the one where it could cost you a little bit, but um, and it could cost like a hundred dollars. Yeah, to we've a had a couple hundred. Like to I know we're not yet on the Minneapolis Chamber. If someone's on the Minneapolis Chamber that listens to us and wants to reach partner, out, yeah, reach out. <laughs> I think it was like five hundred bucks, and it's it does it's a lot a lot of money. So we're kind of like you know debating whether or not we want to do it or not. Uh, so you do have to debate that, but you your local Chamber of Commerce can be like a huge unknown opportunity we yeah. have who i think sarah talked sarah about from the podcast. copy yeah she said she reached out to her i think her local chamber of commerce and like they i think he ended up like talking to her and like really kicking it off and then i think she ended up getting a few clients from yeah, all, they, and they just they like, started like a partnership conversation it like transpired into something else too <laughs> yeah so it like sounds it doesn't sound as sexy or as cool yeah. as the other ones or like maybe as promising, but it actually it could totally pay off. And mm-hmm. um, again, if it's an opportunity to get a backlink for little to no cost, um, it's definitely worth reaching out and seeing what that looks like. Yeah, for sure. We're partnering with the Stillwater Chamber of Commerce for something yep. just um, just in general, too. And there's so many small businesses that work with their chamber of commerce, especially local businesses. Yeah, it was crazy to me, yeah. all the people on the mm-hmm. on that committee or board or whatever that was doing it too. Yeah, so if you have a local business, it's definitely a really unique opportunity for you to explore. So um, 
one thing. So these are three easy things you can do today. It might sound overwhelming because they're all brand new spanking ideas for you, but this, if you set aside 30 minutes, you can get through all of this in one day. Find a podcast that you love. Maybe there's someone that you're like, oh, I am going to poop my pants because I'm so excited, but they, like, I don't know if they're going to say yes or if they're going to ignore me. Like, we definitely have those people. We and have we're... a few of those on our list. <laughs> We've done it. We've done it. We just reach out and we're like, all right, let's just do cross it and fingers. cross our fingers. Um, and it's super exciting. So just find a podcast that you love, that you also feel like you have expert value to share and reach out to them. Apply. Apply to speak on their podcast. And then the second one, just Google. Quickly Google a list. Find one. Send them an email. And the third one, who's your local chamber of commerce? Look them up. See how much it costs to be a part of it. Fill out your profile and move on. You can do all of that in 30 minutes. And that could be three backlinks that you didn't have before that could drive traffic to your website. So remember, too, that like we talked about before, you want your backlinks to drive traffic for you. So make sure that you promote them after you have been shared on someone else's website, in someone else's blog, in their show notes, in their podcast, whatever it is, make sure you share it so that you can also drive traffic because that benefits for you too. And um, go ahead and set goals for yourself each month or each quarter if you feel like it. Do you have a goal to be on X number of podcasts every month or every quarter? Do you have a goal to do outreach, to be on these list posts or to do a guest blog? Or do you have a goal to work with more local businesses and therefore be a part of more of these local directories? So set those goals because if you have those goals, you will likely start work better to reach them. And I, I can't even remember the stat right now, but writing down your goals makes it, you know, like 150% more likely that you're going to achieve it. That's not the stat, you know, much more likely is I'm basically sure. what I'm it sure is. that's close to the stat. Though. <laughs> close. close. If you liked this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.